Welcome to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and today we are talking about all things intentionally designing your life. I want to talk about how you are viewing problems in your life. And if you're viewing your problems in your life in a way that doesn't serve you, that can actually cost you the life that you want, right? Because the thoughts that you have about something that's happening determines how you feel, which then determines the actions that you take in your life. And then that determines the results that you have. So if you are thinking and perceiving problems in your life in the wrong kind of way, it's going to cost you the life that you want. So we got to look at how you're looking at problems, if you know what I mean. So before we dive deeper into that whole concept, I just want to give you a quick update. I am back from Bonaire. So I was in Bonaire for 10 days with my family. So if you're wondering where Bonaire is, because I didn't know where it was, um, where it is, is it's just outside of Venezuela and Colombia. So it's an island over there. It's known as the Dutch Caribbean because it's owned by the Netherlands. So a lot of people who love diving, scuba diving, they are familiar with Bonaire because Bonaire is known as the diver's paradise. It's one of the only places in the world that you can go and shore dive, meaning you can just hook yourself up to all your gear and you can just walk right into the water and go dive very deep into the ocean. You are free to do whatever you want. You can do night dives. You can dive all over around the island um, as long as you have a certification that allows you to do so. Whereas in many other places in the world, you need to have a boat to go dive somewhere, or you need to have a dive master with you or a guide or something like that. So it gives you a lot of freedom. So my family wanted to go there. So my background is I've been terrified of diving, got my certification, and I've been diving here and there. And this was my first time um, diving unsupervised without like a specific guide. And then um Yeah. So long story short, it brought up a lot of fear in me because it's been a while. But now that I'm back, I want to tell you I survived. I'm here to talk about it. And it was amazing. Like, I really am so proud of myself because I was I don't know how many dives I did. I did. My husband did about 12, I think, while we were there. I didn't do as many as him, but I'm proud of myself. Like, I'm like, who am I? Like, I'm going in diving 73 feet deep in the ocean And like chilling, like acting like, you know, so peaceful. Like what? Because the old me was freaking out in the pool. Like I didn't even want to take my mask off in a pool. So it's just so cool to see how far I've come. And the other thing is Bonaire is such a beautiful island. I felt like something happened, y'all. When I was in Bonaire, I've been I've been all over the world to many different places. But when I was in Bonaire, it like I was working outside and looking at the ocean, ocean breeze, all the things. And I was like, I did it. Like I did it. I designed a life that I really love. Like I get to work from anywhere. Um, I get to do work that's really meaningful to me. I can go on these cool trips with people I love the most. And it's because I intentionally designed my life that way. And I was so proud of myself. And I'm not saying this in a way to like brag. I'm saying this in a way to inspire you. Like when you are intentional about designing the life that you want and you see evidence of you being that person that you want to be, it feels so good. It feels so good. So I was there just like soaking up all the goodness of that. And it got me really fired up to help more people. Like I came back and I was like, God, like, 
who do you want me to help? Like if there's someone you want me to help, please send them my way. Because for a while there, I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be doing a lot of career coaching. I'm just going to be honest with you. What happened for me was I was doing a lot of one-on-one coaching to the point that I was starting to burn myself out. I just had way too many sessions in one day. Um, I felt like I wasn't able to really be fully present for my clients. And I just didn't like that. I wanted to be all there and like very supportive of the people that I'm working with, you know. But when you jam pack your schedule like crazy, um, because that's what was like required, um, then, you know, it's like it, it really affects your energy. Right. We all know that we've been in situations like that. So anyways, I really made a shift and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be career coaching, but I still felt like God was like being like, Ange, you have all these skills. You can help people intentionally design their lives and their careers and to be able to use their strengths and their gifts in a way that really helps them. Like, you know how to do this, like help them, you know? And I was just kind of like, yeah, and I don't have to do it in a way where I jam pack my schedule. So With me telling you all this, what I've decided is I'm very intentionally working with five clients at a time. Why? Because I want every single one of my clients to be successful in doing work that they really love, living life in alignment with their greatest values, all of them, right? I don't want a a success rate of 50%. No, I want 100% success rate, right? When they're done, they're like, yeah, like I'm proud of the life that I've designed. So what I've decided is that I'm having five at once and then I'm working on everything else I'm working on, my dreams and all the other goals that I have. So with that being said, I currently have three coaching clients. So I really have space for two, but I do have one that's packaged that's about to end. So anyways, with me telling you this is I have a new site coming out that we've been working really hard on. I can't wait for you to see the website with all of the new resources. Um, And it has my different coaching package options there. And the thing I want to say is if it's on your heart to intentionally design a career that you really love and you know that that you need to get your energy in alignment, you know you need to clarify your vision around what it is you actually want, and you know you got to start putting yourself out there. And as I would say, put the crown on your head and you know you want support from someone who is very strategic, like I got all the, the strategies for you but who's also going to consider your life as a whole. And if you feel like I'm that person for you, then email me and I will give you, like we can do a call with each other. We can see if it's a good fit. I will give you different options for coaching. I also have an intentional life coaching package that's a little bit different than the career one as far as like you're not focusing on your career, you're focusing on your life as a whole and the vision. So just figure out what it is that you need. It's going to help you be more intentional. But anyways, I wanted to share that with you because I really feel like that's been something that God has been putting on my heart is like there's people that need your help, you know, out there um, and you have the tools to help them. I've been coaching for over 10 years now. I've helped a lot of people do work they love. And there's no greater gift than that, I feel like, to be able to live in alignment with your values, to be able to do use your gifts that God has given you in a way that's really meaningful to you. Like, that's freaking awesome. That's such a blessing. A lot of people don't have that in their life, but you can have that. Like, if you don't have that, I want to tell you right now, you can have it. And the only thing that's stopping you is the mind trash. It's the way you're seeing life. That's it. Right? All of it is possible for you. Um, okay, so that's a rant. Now, let me, let me take us back. Let's go back to the whole point of this episode that I wanted to bring up for you. And this is the way you're seeing problems in your life. So 
I remember when I went through my coaching training, um, we got these, this is way back in the day. I did my training in Chicago. It was like 2013, 2014, something like that. And uh, when I went through my training, they gave us these little stones and I still have my stone. I don't know if they do this now, but I have my stone. It's like a flat little polished rock. And one side says problem and the other side says solution. Problem, solution, right? So what happens is, is like when we would experience, we'll talk about problems, we would like flip the stone and be like solution. So whatever there's a problem, there is a solution. And I want to take this to another level. Wherever there is a problem, there is an opportunity. There's an opportunity. And, you know, I talk a lot about energy and I love the opportunity mindset. It's of a higher energy. And when people can get their energy to the state, the way they see the world is that it's filled with opportunity, right? So if they, a problem occurs, they're like, opportunity, what's the opportunity in this situation, right? And then there's other people who have the energy, that lower catabolic energy, that's more negative in a sense. And when they see problems, they just view them as things that are overwhelming, that makes life really hard. Like they focus on the, the issues of it, the challenges of it, why it sucks, right? Versus being like, ooh, problem, that means there's an opportunity there, right? And the reason why this hit me so much recently, it's like I've, I've talked about problems, opportunities for years, right? I still got my stone, problem solution stone. I still got that. But the thing is, the thing that hit me recently is I heard someone else mention it. And I was like, wait a second. You know how sometimes you need to be told something repeatedly over and over before it like really, really clicks? Like it just really clicked for me. So I've been obsessed lately with property investment. So one of the identity-based goals I have is to be a property investor And I specifically wanted to learn from someone who I admired. And there's a woman that I really admire who is a faith-based, powerful woman leader who is a very successful property investor. And um, I've been learning so much from her. So you know how I am. I'm going to seek out all the mentorship that I need to be who I want to be. I highly recommend that for you. Find the people that are going to help you be who you want to be. You don't get there on your own. And see it as an investment in yourself. If you're not willing to invest in yourself, how can you expect anyone else to invest in you? You know, I got to share this other quote with you. I'm going to pull my phone right up right now. This is a quote that I heard from Grant Cardone. It says, people don't have time and money because they don't invest time and money. People don't have time and money because they do not invest time and money. I see this as an energy thing, right? You got to put out the kind of energy that you want to bring in into your life so you can be a magnet for that. If you're trying to be all like scarcity mindset, holding on to things like the money and you don't trust that things can work out for you and you're not acting out in faith, then how can you expect like all these great things to happen for you? You know, because you're generating that catabolic energy. That's not a match for the things that you desire. You got to act out in faith, right? You got to invest in yourself. So anyways, my whole point was, um, so I've been learning a lot about property investment. And this is what they say, like as I'm taking all these courses and stuff. And they say that problems are opportunities. 
and that property investors are just problem solvers. And I was like, wait, what? And I, so it's been clicking for me. So an example of a story that they gave was they showed a picture of this house that, that was purchased for a flip, right? And um, the investor came in to buy this home and they showed a picture of it. And it was like one of those, I don't know if it was like a chain link fence and it was like everything was overgrown and it was on a really, really busy street. So the cars were zipping by and it just like, this was the backyard of the home. And it looked like trashy. I'm just going to say that word. It just didn't look like appealing. It wasn't something like, oh, I want to live in that home. You know, you didn't feel that vibe at all. So when they showed us the picture, that was my first thought. I was like, these problems like that fence. Ew, you know, that the noise, the overgrown area. Yuck. Like that's where my mind went. Problems, problems, problems. Right. And they said, so when you see this, you may think a lot of problems. But me as an investor, as a successful investor, the way that I see this is as an opportunity. I see this as like, oh, okay, so everybody else sees these as problems. That's why they're steering away from this home. I can get this home for a very low amount, right? And I can flip this home. I can make it so much better. I can put a beautiful fence up where you don't even notice the road. You don't even really hear the road with this beautiful fence and you feel like you have your own little peaceful sanctuary in the backyard, right? And that's exactly what they did. And then the after picture, it was beautiful, like this beautiful wooden fence. And then, like I said, it looks so peaceful in the backyard. And I was like, dang, right? And then they ended up flipping, like flipping that home, selling it for way more. And, I, and they said, the reason we were successful at this wasn't all because of strategy, but mostly because of our mindset the way that we saw this. We thought, oh, there's a problem. That means there's an opportunity. And there's so many other strategies I've been learning where it's like, see this problem, see this opportunity. And I'm like, dang, like I, my default wasn't to see it that way as an opportunity. So I just wonder in your life, are you seeing the problems as an opportunity? Because there's always an opportunity. Um, another example of this is, you know, I mentioned I've been doing a lot of health coaching lately through another program that I'm coaching through that I 100% believe in. So right now I've been working with my couple. I think I mentioned them already in the show. So they each want to lose over 100 pounds. And so far they're in their, so they just passed their two week mark. They each have lost over 14 pounds each in just two weeks. They're moving on to the third week. They're feeling energized. They're feeling proud of themselves. And the way that, the reason why I love this story and I'm sharing it with you is because they found a problem in their life, right? They're like, oh, I have all this excess weight. Like, this is a problem. I don't have the energy I want. I don't, problem, right? But then they're like, what's an opportunity? There's an opportunity here for me to finally make a decision to be my healthiest version of myself, for our relationship to grow stronger together as we go through this together, this journey of being healthy, and for us to work on our relationship with God through this, getting, building that discipline, relying, you know, like, your, your faith when you feel like it gets hard, right? Because it's going to get hard, right? So they were sharing their reasons and stuff. And the reason I bring this up is like, now look at where they are. And I know, I, I, have, I have no doubt that they're going to be such an amazing success story as far as their health goals because of where their mind is focusing, 
right? It's not on all the problems because they could easily be like still being like, oh, I still have so much weight to lose. But instead, they're like opportunity, opportunity, opportunity to keep switching, switching their thoughts. And we got to keep doing that for ourselves. So I'm going to give you another example of I remember how I did this for my husband. I've already shared this this story on the podcast a long time ago. But I remember when I did this work with my husband, I was scrappy. Like when I was thinking back in the day, I was like, dang, girl, you were scrappy back then. You were all about opportunities. Like get that part of yourself to come back because like I haven't really been as much that way lately. So here's the story. So I remember when my husband and I wanted to live in Beaufort, South Carolina. We were living in Sumter, South Carolina, and someone suggested that we go visit Beaufort, South Carolina. So Sumter is kind of like remote area, and then Beaufort is like along the coast, if you're not familiar with the areas. So anyways, we go and we drive, we see Beaufort, and we just fall in love. And I'm like, I want to live here. Like, I love it here. It feels like I'm always on vacation. I feel like that feeling would be there, right? So my husband starts to do the work to make that happen for us. So he starts talking to recruiters. And um, he's like, you know, we want to live in Beaufort, South Carolina, where, you know, it's sunny and all that stuff. And they were, so they were like, well, that area is saturated with dentists. It's highly saturated. Um, so if you want to live somewhere warm and sunny like that, you should just look in Florida. Right. They were just kind of like not going to happen for you. And I remember my husband being like so discouraged by that. And he was just like, yeah, I guess it's not going to happen for us. And they said the chances are very slim. Like we probably couldn't find a practice. It would be oversaturated. Like the stories, the problems, right? Saturated, oversaturated, um, all of that stuff. That's where the mind was going. That's where the recruiter's mind was going as well. And I was like, Mm-mm, that's not how it works for me. Like I design the life that I want. Right. I will do whatever it takes to make my dreams come true. So I was like, well, there's there's got to be opportunities out there. So what I did was I thought about other ways that we could find those opportunities. So I was thinking solutions like, well, what else can we do? What's another way? Like my brain started getting curious, which is part of a higher energy. And I thought, what if we wrote a letter? And we just started telling people, like, you're a dentist, you're looking for an opportunity in the area, this is what you're looking for, these are your skills, yada, yada. So I remember I wrote this letter up, and I looked at all these different practices that had email addresses, and I emailed the letter over. And this one specific practice right away responded and said, hey, you know, we have a position that's opening up. We haven't even released it out to the public yet. Um, we're building another operatory and we're looking for another dentist. We'd be interested in having a conversation with you. So my husband ends up talking to them. And I remember around that same time we had been dreaming about him doing this course that he wanted to do in the Dominican Republic. I think it was a $20,000 course. And um, we didn't have the $20,000, but he really wanted to do this. And he didn't know how it would be possible that he'd be able to do this. Maybe longer time in his career, he'd have the additional 20000 whatever, you know. And at that point in time, we were like piled high with student debt, hundreds of thousands of dollars of student debt. So anyways, um, he they called him. They were having the conversation. And my husband um, was holding the phone up. And I remember we were in Florida, I think, for the weekend. And we're just like sitting there and it was hot. I was in the car with him and he's like, they're talking to me, you know, whatever. And I was on the side telling him what to say as he was holding the phone. And I said, 
ask them for the course. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, ask them for the course. And he was like, yeah. And I would also like, you know, the course, the tw- this $20,000 course I'm interested in. And then he like went on and asked for more income. So negotiated up and all that stuff. We use these different strategies. My career coaching hat comes on. So we knew how to say things that are really like saying it in a way that is a we-win situation for everybody, but also expressing your true desires, you know? So anyways, I remember them being like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember he got off the phone. He was like, they said yes. And we were so excited. Like we remember, I remember us jumping up and down. We're like, what? Like, is this real life? So we're like, we're moving to Buford because we actually got an opportunity. And before that, this is other story that I didn't tell you. Before that, we were looking at places to live in Buford and we wanted to live downtown and we we had a very low budget because we were really working hard to pay off all of our debt and my husband and I I'm really proud because we paid off our debt very very quickly um but it was very intentional like we you know saved a lot of money poured all of our additional money into our debt so we didn't want to like spend a ton of money on our housing um so anyways our budget was very low and I remember this one place opened up downtown and I was like, oh, maybe we could afford this. Like, it was a little bit higher than I had wanted, but we didn't have any roles then. This is before Ian got this job. And we didn't have an, even a work opportunity there, but I was already looking at places because I was excited. And um, so I contact them and the place is gone right away. It's rented out and I was so bummed. So I called the company and I like said, hey, like, do you guys ever have any more opportunities like this pop up, like more of these kinds of homes? In, in this range and the lady laughed at on the phone and she's like oh honey in her southern accent and she was like I'm I've been working here five years or whatever it was and she's like I've never seen anything like this pop up and no not at that budget and like laughed about it and it was really discouraging to me because I was like well, I guess we're not gonna live downtown you know like that's where my mind went but this is the thing I'm like I want to like clap right now and say like you got to know who God is God is bigger than any circumstance, bigger than what any human mind says. Like if a human mind is like, that can't happen. God's bigger than that. So where does your faith go? Like, do you, you, you believe that person or do you believe in what God can do that's beyond that? You know, do you focus on the problems or do you see the opportunities? Do you go into the higher energy, opportunity, curiosity, faith, right? Where do you go? So I remember I was like, oh, you know, but I still kept like holding on the the faith. I had like a little mustard seed side faith. And um, I had before we even went and moved to Beaufort, I had pulled out a magazine. There's a picture of my husband and I where we took a picture of Beaufort, South Carolina, best southern small town was like in a magazine. And um, I'm like holding the picture with him. And for the longest time, it was on our refrigerator, me and him with the picture of the magazine of Buford. Like to, like I was like manifesting this dream. I'm like, I'm just keep it, keep in front of my eyes, this vision. This is going to happen somehow. I don't know how. And then, you know, the job thing ha- happened, right? But it was because I saw a problem as an opportunity. It's because I was knocking on different doors, Right. I didn't just fold when someone said it wasn't going to happen. I was like, no, 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 no. I designed my life. I'm going to figure this out. Why? Because my life depends on it. The quality of my life depends on me figuring out a way. And that's where my mind was going to go. And that's why my husband got that opportunity. Right. And then so and the other thing I want to note, too, if you're in a relationship, like it's so important that you help your significant other believe for more. 
Like my husband does that for me when I doubt. I do the same thing for him when he doubts. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's remember who God is, right? That's bigger than any circumstance, bigger than the human mind can comprehend. So anyways, um, so that's why the opportunity came. And what's crazy is like, even after he started working there, we ended up finding out that someone else that he had worked with in the company had a salary significantly less than him, like 60% less doing the same work. Why? Because he didn't ask, didn't ask for what he wanted, right? Didn't advocate for himself. And that's just another reminder for you that I want you to have. This is why with my career coaching clients, it's like, you, you best know that we're going to be advocating for your best life all the time. And this is why a lot of my coaching clients, you're going to hear a story from one coming up the next podcast episode, one as an example of someone who negotiated and ended up getting all their money back they invested in coaching and then some, and also a raise for their husband above and beyond. That's what I want. Like, I want that for you. Like, I, w- I would love if every single person who worked with me, like, we could get all your money back like, and just prove to you that it was so worth it that you invested in this. But then the other thing I want you to think about is what is it worth to you to do work that you really love? right? Or to have the health that you really love. What is it worth? Because I hear all the time people make these BS, excuse my language, excuses around on like what a program costs or something like that. And this is the other thing I was learning in that property investment course that I've been taking. They say that um, the investors, the way they think the successful ones, they're not concerned about what something costs them. They're concerned about what it makes them. And I was like, oh, dang, because I have so much scarcity sometimes around money. And I'm like, you're so right. Because if I think about everything I've invested in, what if my concern was more about what this is going to make me, what this is going to do for my life and the value I place on that? Like I can't place a dollar value on, on the, the ability to do work that I really love that honors my greatest values. That's worth so much to me to be able to spend my time doing what matters most to me. I can't put a dollar price on that, you know, but it's so easy when we're looking at things to be like, oh, too much, too much. And I hear it with even the health coaching clients where they're like, oh, that's too much for that program um, a month. And I'm like, OK, this is like a few hundred dollars and uh, this is going to completely change your life. And we find that people actually save money on groceries, like they actually spend less money because you're going to buy food anyways and you get free coaching and, it, you know, that meets with you regularly, like every week, and you have professional development sessions weekly. You have all these coaching books and tools. Like, whoa, there's a lot of value there. But the the thing is, is that people will be like, problem. They'll make their mind go to the problem. And it sucks because you're like, no, like this isn't going to get you where you want to go. You know, that mindset isn't going to take you there. Think about what this can make you. And this shift has just changed everything for me. I it's insane. Like I don't I, like I'm a different person right now based on what I've been learning recently. Like I'm like it's finally clicking to me. Like what's going to make me successful in my life is that I got to see problems as opportunities. And I got to be more scrappy. Like go after it. Like someone shuts the door and it's like, "No, I, we're going to find another way. Don't worry about it." And that's one of the things I admire and love so much about my husband is that like I love traveling with him because sometimes it can be very stressful with travel and, um, you know, you'll be in a foreign country and you can't understand something and you can't get on a plane or whatever. Um, and my husband will find a way 
Like, and I 100% know that, like, I don't need to stress because I know he's going to figure it out. Like, he will find a way. And I just love that about him. And I want to be that kind of person, scrappy like that. Like, okay, there's a problem. Everything's figure outable. I can figure this out. I'll find a solution to it. It's an opportunity for me. So backtrack, I I just realized I skipped over my story around the house situation. So, okay. So after Ian gets the the job opportunity, finally, we have a job opportunity, which makes sense before we start looking at the house. Like we wanted to have the opportunity to bring in the income. And um, so and that lady said, you know, chances are very slim, whatever. As soon as Ian got the opportunity, literally like two days later, I saw a posting pop up and it was for another house right across the street from the one that I was so bummed that got taken when we weren't ready to have it anyways. Right across the street from it, this house was bigger and it was way cheaper. Why was it way cheaper? Let's be real, because it was not in the best of conditions. Um, But that's okay because we were all about like, we'll figure it out. Like we ended up getting it. and And when we went into this house, like most people probably would not have lived in this house you guys just keeping it around when we first came in there was like broken glass and it was like all over the place like I think it had been like uninhabited for um unlived in however you say it for like three years or something um so anyways we were like when we came in I remember Ian was so excited because it was in our budget right and it was right downtown and um he was like, yeah, this is so exciting. Do you like have this? Do you see the vision? What we could do here? And I was like, no, this is frightening. I don't even want my cats to be walking on the carpet. Like I'm terrified for their life. Um, anyways, so what we ended up doing, though, is we ended up pulling all the carpet out and like redoing a bunch of stuff to it. And it wasn't our house. We were just renting it, but we wanted to make it livable for us. And um Anyways, it was it really served us so well in our period of life. You know, we were able to pay off our debt. Like we lived right downtown. We fell in love with the area. Like it was such a blessing. And it was like God opened that door. You know, and it just like there's so many stories I have of that that like are things that I just am constantly reminded of the goodness, right? Of of what happens when you keep the faith, when you believe for more. And I want every single one of my clients to be an example of what's possible when you believe for more, right? And what what happens when you invest in yourself, you bet on yourself. And it's not even just about investing in yourself and betting on yourself and having faith in you, but also have faith in God and what God can do for you, right? And results like I see a lot of other coaching really focus on results like these are the results 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 we can get you and I want to say the thing that's different about the way that I coaches is like it's not just about results and what I can get you it's about how you can show up and live your best life and live a life like in a way that is inspiring to the people that you love the most. If you're a mom, if you're um, a friend, daughter, whatever you are, like I bet you you have people in your life that look up to you, like you're leading them in some way and you want to be your best example to them. And I bet you that involves being a person that believes in herself, right? Or bets on yourself or himself or whatever it is right? That's willing to take action on who they want to be versus just being like, oh, this is too hard. Problems. Like even clients in the past where they've been like, well, I don't have the money for that. And like, I will call you out. And I'll be like, okay, then what are you going to do to figure it out? Like, right? Like, what about asking? What about asking for options? 
Like it blows my mind even when people are quick to say no. It's like, what about another way? Let's brainstorm another way and make it work. Let's find a way to get scrappy in our lives versus just take it as it is and be like, done. I was so proud of one of my other clients who actually asked me and was like, okay, and this isn't working out for me. Like in this way, is there another way that I can set up my coaching? Is there another? And I was like, I'm so, and they're like, sorry, you know, sorry I did that. And I'm like, what are you sorry for? Like, You're advocating for your best life yourself. This is what I'm teaching you. There's always, everything's negotiable. We can move things around. We can make this work for you. If you didn't want the group coaching in that specific way, then switch it up. If you find that you're doing one-on-one coaching and you're like, oh, it'd be really cool to see what everyone else is doing, ask. Ask for an opportunity to be connected with other people. Ask for what it is you want. Advocate for your best life. Right. That's what I'm all about. OK, so and I got to be that person, too. I want to practice what I preach. I'm about to make another huge, the biggest investment I've ever made in myself. And I'm terrified. I know I said this a while ago because I just made an investment that was huge in my own personal growth and development. But I'm about to make another one. And this one is um, beyond double the investment I just made. It is crazy to me. But I feel like I feel like I'm being led to do that. And I'm really excited at first, I was terrified because I was like, well, what if I don't fall through? Like all this mind trash is showing up like it does for all of us. What if I don't make it worth it? Well, you have the power to make it worth it. That's all on you. If you follow those steps and you do the work, you will be successful, period. That's the same thing with like my coaching clients that are like, what if it doesn't work out for me? Follow the steps, do the work. If you continue to do the work and do the steps that we tell you, then you're going to be successful, hands down right? Period. Right? Keep your faith. Keep your energy higher. And there's ways that you can do that. Do the work and it'll work out for you. But you got to take the first step and believe in yourself. Right? Okay. So again, the whole point of this episode is, is I want you to start seeing problems as opportunities. Any problems that are happening in your life, I don't care what it is, see it as an opportunity. Side note, can I tell you another story real quick? Um, about something I did, I recently flipped out, yelled, had an issue. <laughs> um, and I'm just keeping it real. It's like, you never had a situation where someone makes you so mad. And I'm usually pretty like calm person. Like I am not the person that's gonna like do flip out in public, do anything like that. Like that's not even my personality at all. And I was so triggered, I just raised my voice and I was upset. Um, and it had to do with a family situation where I was like, no, I'm over this. So like I just like raised my voice, yelled about it. And um, afterwards, I was like, this is a huge problem. Like, you know, this situation that keeps happening. And then here I am raising my voice, um, acting in a way that I don't want to act, being mean to someone. I don't want to be mean. Like, that's not how I want to live my life. Like I was like evaluating all this stuff on the back end. And then I like thinking through this whole stuff as problems versus, you know, and then seeing it as an opportunity. Even that, like I thought about that situation and I was like, how, what's the opportunity in that situation? You know, cause I was raising my voice. I feel like this, this happens and it really irritates me and I'm acting like a fool. Um, that person's acting like a fool. Like it just is like that energy's all there. Like what's the opportunity in that situation? And I thought the opportunity is for me to, kindly speak my truth kindly because what I did is I let my anger get the best of me and I didn't like kindly speak my truth so that's something I can practice right that's an opportunity for me right there because it'll serve me 
And I don't have a lot of issues with this. Like, I, I really don't. Like, I don't have anger issues or anything. But this one specific thing, we all have our triggers, right? And there's a lot of history with hurt and pain repeated over, over, over. And then you get to a point where you just don't have any tolerance for it anymore. And then you kind of, like, flip out and you're like, ooh, I shouldn't have said all that, you know? So that happened to me. So, and then I was like, I think God was, like, <laughs> talking to my heart because I was doing, like, this study in the morning. And it was about um, being a person of grace and kindness. And I was like, yeah. Because I, I was had so much ego stuff in there. Like, I was like, I'm not saying sorry. Like, I'm not, even though I knew I, knew I acted like a fool. Um, anyways, um, I was pulling onto that. And I could feel that energy. We all know when we do that, we feel the energy. It doesn't serve us. That's why people say forgiveness. Not just for the other person. It's for you. It's for you. It's for you to clear that energy. So I was like the grace, kindness and grace. And I was like, okay, what kind of person do I want to be? I do want to be a person that is kind and gracious. Like that's how I want to show up. And the way I acted was not in alignment with who I wanted to be, even if someone did something that wasn't the best of things, right? Like regardless and truly in this situation, I'm going to take responsibility. It was me (laughs) in this situation that just had enough and was triggered from things in the past. So anyways, I was like, What's in alignment with being the kind and gracious person? So I said, I apologize. Like I said, I'm, you know, not proud of how I showed up and I apologize for the situation. And I felt like that was another opportunity where it's like to strengthen the relationships, make it better versus holding on to the negative stuff that doesn't serve me, doesn't serve them. You know, it doesn't serve any of us. It's just like getting more of that negative energy. So there's always an opportunity. And I look back in even work situation, guys, like where I wanted to run away from so many work stuff where it's like someone acted like, I don't know, so rude. And some I've worked with some amazing humans, hands down. But I've also had a few people here and there that just had really poor attitudes that I didn't want to be around. And it was hard because I would just want to avoid it. I didn't want to deal with the conflict. I wanted to avoid it. And it didn't serve me because I still had to keep working with the person. But what if I like saw the problem as an opportunity where I can strengthen the way I communicate? I can stay firm to my own beliefs and I can still practice showing up as a kind and gracious person and really strengthen that part, that muscle of myself, you know, that I had. That means that way in any situation where stuff gets hard, I can still have like maintain my emotions. I was listening to Lewis Howes, who you may have heard his, his podcast, School of Greatness, And he was talking about how he interviewed someone. I don't know who he interviewed, but he interviewed someone. He asked them, like, what's the best skill that you can have? And the person said, "Um, emotional management, like managing your emotional, your emotions. That's one of the best skills that you can have, learning how to do that. And that got me thinking about, yeah, like it's an energy thing. Learning how to manage your energy, ultimately. Like when someone triggers you in a certain way, instead of like letting yourself go to that catabolic state and letting it like fester, you know how to shift, you know how to manage your emotions, you know how to stay calm in that situation, you know how to show up in a way that makes you proud, right? So I don't know, I just felt like I needed to share that with you too, is like to be thinking about like, ultimately, like I always say, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? And this other quote that I've often said too is like, you treat people with kindness and grace, not because of who they are, but because of who you are, who you are. It's not going to serve you to hold on to any of that bitterness towards anyone else because it affects your energy. Okay. I'm not saying that means that it's okay that someone did something really bad and you're just going to be like, "Eh, whatever, disregard. You, you, 
all need to, I think we all need to create healthy boundaries in our lives, right? For us though, those boundaries are for us. It's not necessarily meant to keep other people out. It's to keep us focused on who we want to be, right? So show up with kindness and grace because of who you are. Whether anyone is deserving of it or not, but because of who you are. Okay, that was another bonus tip that I gave you in here. And now this episode's getting so long. All right, I'm going to end right here. And next, soon, you're going to look forward to hearing from another one of my past career coaching clients. All right, y'all, have the best day. If you've been liking the show, please leave a review. If you haven't done so, Spotify, stars. That's what we need over there. Apple Podcast reviews, um, where you actually write and you hit submit. And I read every single one of them. If you have questions about anything I shared, health-related stuff, career coaching, life coaching, options, and you just want to brainstorm, I am here for you. Please send me an email, angembarnard at gmail.com. Go straight to me. I will reply to you. We can brainstorm. I'm never going to try to sell you on anything. Like, it's your life. You decide what's best for you. There are plenty of options. You're going to see with my new website, there are so many options to serve you. Everything from like $7, literally, because we have a new book club coming out, the Queen Vibes Book Club. I can't wait to tell you more about it, um, where it's like $7 a session, basically, that we're all meeting together. Everything from like that up until like $3,000 package, depending on like if you're like maxing out frequency and months and months and months and months of support, that's a whole different thing. But there's such a range of things that can help you. Like this is what we're here for is to help you. When I say we, I'm also referring to another person on my team, Jen, who you're going to be hearing a lot more from because I want you guys to know Jen because Jen is amazing freaking human and she helps run the Commit to Your Vision program. And it's like we all, we both have, we're working under this mission to help you intentionally design a life that you really love right? And to be more intentional with your energy, because that is key to designing the life that you really love. So that is what we here, we are here for. And we're going to try to find as many ways to help you as we possibly can. All right, go live your best life. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.